Here we go! Good morning, Lobster Crew. Spin a queue round the block this morning. The boy Empress causing a roadblock. Oh! Loosen up your laces because we got some she throwers today. Mr. Merckspark, he's been absent. Oh, very dear. I hope you've got a note from your mum. Or a doctor's note. He's had the sickness. He couldn't come to class because of the sickness. Oh. Well, howdy doody bouncing clown. It is the 12th of December. Whew. 2018, the Chinese year of the chin swinger. Allow the wonky camera angle, it'll become clear in a matter of moments. Ladies and gentlemen, it is three minutes past ten, and you're locked in to Threshold.fm. You're locked in on the YouTubes, locked in on just standing out uh, outside the door, just listening in with a mug. Like that. That's some sort of creepy weirdo. I don't mind, though. 
is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster HR has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster HR has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies, gentlemen, all species of the flat earth, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm on this fine autumn morning. The leaves are falling from the trees, it's wet underfoot, but luckily the sun is shining in my heart because the man, the myth, the legend, the spicy boy, Emperor... He's here. Let's get him on the horn. Come on, right. Where is he? Come over here, you. You scoundrel. You villain. You rogue. Hello? Oh! Oh! How you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah. I can uh, see you. Can let's see. see. This whole camera routine is, is not working out for me. I knew that would happen. Turn oh. that off. Oh. Oh, I know. Oh, there we go. Back, we're back, back in business. But you're still there. Don't worry. It's okay. It's me. Yeah. Are you love? Yeah, right. How's yeah, it going? Right. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, got your coffee? Mm. Yeah. Is that a fine, fine blend? Mm. I'm not sure what it is. It's from my local. Brown. I was going to make it myself. Yeah, it's brown roast. Brown got liquid. Bit, bit of milk oh, in lovely. there. Oh, wow. So it's not so brown. Yeah. More beige, I guess. Oh, dear. Oh, your light's gone off. Is it? Mm. Oh no! Maybe it's the brightness of your screen. I think so. Yeah, go to a particularly white website. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, the Guardian. I think. <laughs> uh, so how are you? You're in Exeter now. Am I yes, right? Yes, I'm in Exeter. Yeah, I just moved. Well, how about that? Why? Why move to Exeter? Why would anyone want to do such a thing? Uh, just things and stuff. The weather. Bristol's cool. Um, it's not like it used to be. Right. Okay. Well, it is. It is. It's still good. I don't know. I think I was just getting a bit bored of it. I move around quite a lot, though. So. Right. I was okay. up in Manchester for a couple of years, and then down to Bristol. Okay. And then Exeter now. So yeah. Nice. And me, uh, me now girlfriend lives in Exeter as well. So. Oh, now sense. it's all coming clear now, isn't it? Come <laughs> on, it all makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I lived in Bristol in 2006, which, uh, I don't know, some could argue that that was the sort of the heyday of Bristol. Mm. Dubstep was being invented and um, the clubs were full of men standing, just standing and nodding. Yes. And uh, you would feel the soft touch of a man's dreadlocks on your face as they breezed past you on their way to buy ketamine. I mean, you still get that now, but... It's just that, really. Just exclusively just, just that. that. Yeah. Just exclusively dreadlocks slapping the, you. The um, the thing that made me sort of decide to move back to Brighton was I was on a bus uh, from Temple Meads, and uh, in front of me uh, there was a young lady with uh, dreadlocks, and she had uh, pierced some of the dreadlocks with some, like, 
well, I guess like eyebrow piercing rings, but I'd pierced the dreadlocks all the way down. And uh, I was almost sick in my mouth. So um, I decided to leave the city <laughs> and, uh, at nightfall. I, yes. I ran for my life. <laughs> oh, dear. Where are you from yeah. originally? Originally, I'm from Burnley, originally. Oh, powerful Burnley. Yeah, Are you a Burnley well, supporter? Well, well, no, because my local team is Burnley. So. Right, yes, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I know nothing about football, but I know that Burnley are a... Um, you, you, you're in for an emotional ride, I think, I if think, you're a Burnley supporter. I think supporter. I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying that, but yeah. No, I think they were good for a little bit. I don't know. I think, from what I remember, they were good. Sure, and let's then, go with yeah. Let's go with yeah. yeah. Mate, well, you could start a Make Burnley Great Again campaign. <laughs> you never know. Hey, come on. Right. Everyone's, got, everyone's got to make a pound note, sell a few hats, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. So I've been playing your um, box cutter EP uh, on on the show for the last few weeks. It's, it's way too early for that kind of music. Well, it's, people need to get up in the morning, you know. Yeah. Some, some people, they've, I don't know, they're hungover or, they've, or maybe they're rolling through. Mm. That's always a possibility. And they just need that extra little summon, get them through the morning. It's a bit of a pick me up. Yeah, it works. Oh, thank you. What yeah. do you think of it? I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool. not, not playing it just to be cool. You know, I actually like it as well. Um, there's some certified shoe throwers on there. The um, Warpath in particular. Yeah. Heavy, heavy times. Yeah. Jumping on that, that bit of a bandwagon there, I think. But no, it's good. It's what, good making me. heavy music? No, no. It's a bit more like jump puppy than I'd usually do, but yeah, um, I've, I don't know. I don't um, jump up. Don't know. <laughs> it's got too many notes in it to be jump up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it does. Hey, if that's jump up, I'm jump up's new biggest fan. I do like jump up. To be fair, I give jump up a very hard time on the internet. It's very memeable. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, nothing against jump up. I do love it. Yeah. It's very I, fun. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's good. I like. I like all uh, parts of drum and bass. Um, you know, I'm. All, I'm. I'm drum and bass inclusive. Yeah. It's all fine. <laughs> no discrimination here. No. But that minimal techno. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Don't we? Um, <laughs> so you got a red clacky keyboard in the background. Do I? Yeah. This is one's that, not so clacky. Is it not? No. It's really soft and gentle. Is, is, do you think the word clacky is in the dictionary now? Clacky? Yeah. I think so. It's only used to describe gamer keyboards, isn't it? Well, we have the internet at our behest, so Hey, we... come on. That's clacky! Yeah? No. 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 Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> no, I think it's Urban Dictionary, but I don't think that counts. Try spelling it with a K. Maybe that'll work. No, I don't know what I'm <laughs> going to find now. <laughs> uh, try searching blue waffle. See what happens then. Yeah, I'm 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 wise to your game. So <laughs> uh, are you a meme man? Are you a fan of the memes? Do you like memes? Tell I me about like the memes. Meme. I do like a good meme. I've been memeing since hmm, 90, 99, I'd say. Wow, memeing since 99. Were memes even a thing in 99? I mean, I don't even <laughs> no, know. I don't, where, so. I don't even think I had the internet. Well... That said, Dawkins coined the term meme. I mean, it had been around for a while, but mm. sort of popularised the term meme in the 70s. And then it had a bit of, uh, I guess, a gestation period before uh, the likes of Advice Dog and Success Kid and mm. Socially Awkward Penguin came along. And that was before there were even cold memes as well. That was, I think that was like a good time, really. Do you think that was the sort of the heyday before they were... Before all memes started with the word when? Yes, 
Yeah, um, I would definitely say it's her. That's the when, age of the lad Bible memes, really. Mm. Damn. Yeah, so there's a bit of a turning point, wasn't there? Mm. It all just, it all just exploded and went popular, and I didn't know who it who it was anymore. I where I was, <laughs> it's truly terrifying stuff. It's uh, yeah. it's harrowing. Yeah, you know when the the um, the decent, honest folk of the internet suddenly get taken over by the mm-hmm. mainstream media. It was it was a bit of a wild west, mm. you know. You'd see lots of things, and it was it was just a bit chaotic, but it was quite pure, I guess. <laughs> I remember when memes were so pure. I remember they were so pure, so pure and great and original content everywhere. <laughs> original <It's> relatable content. <laughs> um, when did you start making music? Uh, I think I was like thirteen. Really. Yeah. How old are you now? It was on, I'm 25 now, so okay. that's maths 12 years ago. Uh, yeah. Quick math. Right? Quick maths. 2006? Um, I think so, yeah. Mm. I think that was around the time. The age of and the skull step. Yeah. Loved it, man. That was so good back then. Yeah. Back then, I sound like such an old timer. Oh, I do, do love like... it now. It's great now. Yeah. I, I mean, I actually kind of want to start a Make Skull Step Great Again uh, campaign. Like, let's get those pots and pans back in. Come on. Even current values tend to jump up. Oh. It's terrifying. <laughs> just... <laughs> actually, here's a meme. One sec. Yeah. Uh, Abe, you know the Abe Simpson one? Uh, oh, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Well, I used to trash an onion to my butt. Belt yeah. when it was it was the style of the times. Old man yells at chair. Yes, all these kind of ones. But yeah. it's the one where he just says, "I was with it until I didn't know what it was anymore." And it, <laughs> it was quite sad. I'm a bit depressing. God, this is why I don't get up in the morning. Well, this is the problem with uh, getting people on at ten at ten o'clock in the morning. It's just <laughs> like, you, well, you get to see the real them. Quite honestly, especially producers. Yeah, I know. This is we didn't get into this game to get up in the morning. That's the point. That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. So you you work for yourself. Why have you done it? Why have you done it this early? I've made a terrible here. mistake, Connor. Is what's happened here. Like I thought, I thought I'll start a radio station. You have to have your flagship breakfast show. Uh, I'll be mm. the breakfast show, and um, yeah, I should have started it at eleven. But no, I've started it at ten. But I've got into this mess by myself. I've made my bed, and I'm going to lie in it. Yeah, you know, with all the biscuit crumbs and uh, Johnny wrappers littered about the place. <laughs> fine just toy lobsters and it'll be okay mm. um, i'm new to the lobster thing though yeah that's What's uh, the lobsters about i've got a sample uh, i don't lobsters can you hear that yeah i could hear that yeah it's just a sample of jordan peterson saying lobsters lobsters Lob- and it's, oh. it's become a meme in and of itself really on the show and uh people who listen to it are, uh calling themselves the lobster crew oh and, I like uh, it. Yeah. I want one. I want one of them soundboard things you've got. That's great. Yeah, it's useful. Oh, look, the internet's being a real pain in the ass. I can, uh, I can say. Oh no, it's back now. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't let it. Don't let it get you down. Okay. It's all going to be okay. I mean, in a uh, the studio that I'm in, they like to do fun things like um, test the power in the middle of the day and just turn oh, all yeah. the, turn all the power off and then turn it back on again, turn it off again, turn it back on. You know, mm. just have a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't turn it off four times a day and then back on again, how do you know it works? Well, exactly. Yeah. You can't just go and stare at a light bulb. Mm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> <laughs> I asked people in the um, uh, in the group 
uh, if they wanted to ask you anything specifically. And the main thing that came up was design and base. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that channel. Oh, oh, you remember that channel, yeah? Yeah, I remember that channel. Oh, yeah. It was a good channel, wasn't it? That's a really good, good channel. Really accurate, I'd say. Yeah, it was um, a very accurate channel. Very uh, controversial channel occasionally. Um, mm. I remember um, Tim being upset, but not realising it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, the more I've read that, the more I don't really know if it was him being a joke. Oh, him joking, sorry. it's a double bluff. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he just was going ahead of that mm. knowing what it'd look like and Could then be. still putting it just to troll everyone you know i don't, I don't know I, I don't know yeah i mean you can never um uh, uh what, what what's the what, what's the right term i mean yeah the the, the germans are smarter than don't you get yeah you get Smart. Germans are smart. That's, Germans are smart. Will do it. Yeah, like he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I know I can out jog the the Joker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that he corrected the spelling. I thought that was uh, that was nice. Mm. I was watching some of them this morning. The uh, the comics one uh, particularly tickling me. Where at the end the they break up and like the other picture slides off the screen. I do really enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's your favourite one on the Design and Base channel? Hmm. There's a few. I think. Uh, I'd say the Info Inside one. <laughs> I don't think I remember that one. I'm going to have to look at that later. That's uh, Paul Inside Info. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, the Caramel Wasp one. <laughs> I had him on the show uh, a few weeks ago. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a lovely lad. Yeah, I do love Paul. He's he's a good good boy. Good yeah, boy. good stock from uh, you know good um, you know he's, he's he's from a good family and you know he's an honest man, a recent father. You know he's just trying to do just trying to do right by his new child. Yeah, he's yeah. a cracking producer as well. Oh yeah, dearie me! Yeah. I remember the f- first thing I heard of his was definitely was that Skyhook track. Skyhook, yeah, with the catharsis Ooh. thing on the flip. Oh, um, breed twelve inches. Breed twelve, yeah, mama, yeah. Oh. That was lovely. Yeah, it was good there. What sort of stuff are you playing when you play out these days? Are you playing predominantly your own stuff or... or yeah, yeah. What's Lots your, of my own stuff. Lots of... I'm not playing, like, too heavy, really. I think I'm, I'm kind of just playing more of what I like rather than just more of what crowds kind of want. I think I'm, en- I'm enjoying playing more in the UK recently. Mm. Not to say that I don't enjoy playing in Europe, but they definitely favour a harder sound usually so in the uk mm. you think no no no, no. europe sorry a europe, europe favorite harder favors. sound yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah whereas you can get places where you'll play something like an alex press tune and then you'll get stuff thrown at you and not in a good way no no shoes it's more mm. you know like wrenches and bits what? of people metal. shouldn't be taking wrenches to clubs i think it's <laughs> uh they should those metal detectors and they're not they're not worth the money they've paid for them yeah, people well, thro- throwing tools. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly the fabric door process in these countries. It's uh, yeah, it's a bit more lax, I guess. But it's um, yeah. So I've, I'm just playing a lot more varied stuff. What's mm. more, a bit of jump up here and there. Yeah, yeah. Well, a bit yeah. of stuff. Yeah, like, like what? Like hey, come on, yeah. name and shame. A uh, bit of leveler. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I like me a bit yeah. of leveler, don't get me wrong. He's a good yeah. boy. I need to get he's him on boy. the show. Mm. Yeah, he's a good lad, Brighton lad. I didn't know he was in Brighton. Yeah. 
or or the surrounding villages or something. It's right in the spot, then. Do you think? It's a spot, yeah. I mean, I think like <laughs> it is but, a town. Yeah. Yes, it is a town. I don't know if you've been to towns. Do you know towns? Um, it was a great, uh, particularly in the early noughties, it was a real hub for drum and bass. And obviously you've got, you know, Friction and Ed Solo and uh, Darrison, J- uh, JFB, lots of um, uh, declines there now. But, you know, lots of um, lots of good boys. KT, mm. Stacker and Skynet, I think, uh, at least in the surrounding areas. And it was, yeah, really good. And then I think... It kind of stuff always goes in waves with what the students are kind of after, really. And I think uh, uh, after the whole dubstep uh, thing, mm. and then into the sort of deep house thing that students were, were were onto, I think maybe they're sort of starting to come back to drum and bass now a little bit. Um, I mean, there's always been a sort of steady scene in Brian. Like you must have played at the Volks before. Yeah, of course, a few times. Um, that is is just been a you know a stalwart of the local scene for well as long as I've been going out since the late 90s I guess it's the same door staff there that have been there since like 98 <laughs> it's ridiculous I don't know how they keep doing it wow yeah they're on some sort of special prize I mean they I think they're like those old um British Airways um hostesses that have just got these amazing contracts from like the 1970s that they just can't they can't can't be fired can't basically yeah <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. Where's your favourite place to play in the UK? Do you have one? Uh, actually, now you say it, the Volks is a pretty is a pretty fun one. Oh man, when it goes off in there, it's uh, yeah, it's hard to beat. Yeah. You- I feel like that's that's what drum and bass is about, you know, just like little small sweaty room with a sound system that takes up half of the room. Yeah, exactly. And then just a really vibing crowd. It's just those kind of ones, really. Yeah. There's a club like that in Exeter. Uh, is it called like the Vault or? Oh, something? is it Cellar Door? Yeah, possibly. It's just it's a sort of tubular club. Yeah, there, I've yeah. done some great shows in there. That's got a sound system that's much too big for it. I certainly had when I was uh, there. I was playing the Derb Steps at the time. Oh yes. Are you still playing out much? Uh, I don't play out as much as I used to. I had some time off. Uh, I decided to take time off from DJing about two years ago um, to uh, yeah, to basically try and retain my health in some sort of uh, reasonable fashion yeah. and to focus on some other things. And I'm thinking next year to go. But I mean, I still do a few shows, a few festivals, that sort of thing, but I'm thinking next year might be time to go out in a, in a bit more of a sustained fashion again. It'll yeah, definitely. Uh, you were actually one of my first um, <clears throat> shows that I went to see. You know? Really? Yeah, oh. I was, it was my 18th birthday at Fabric. Really? Bloody hell, And God, you were playing that's... with Octane and DLR for some reason in the same room. It was room two at Fabric. Right. Yeah, and um, I was with my brother, my older brother, who's totally not into drum and bass or dubstep or anything like that. But um, you rewound a tune, and my brother thought you were just a really shit DJ and <laughs> proceeded to boo you across room two really fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's like, boo, what the fuck, what's this, what's the DJ, bro? I'm like, no, no, it's good, it's a good thing. He's supposed to do that. He's supposed uh, to do it, he wants to play it again, it's that good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, I could have been doing, I, I could have rewound it because I'd fucked something up, that's more than possible. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah. But no, no, it was because it was a good chain. It was a Dr. P chain. I remember was it fondly. It? it was like my first real like feeling it in my chest. I shouldn't have done that on camera, but Woo! you know. Um, yeah, feeling the bass and it clicked for me and that's the moment I knew. I wanted <laughs> to play with Fabric more. <laughs> have you played there? You must yeah, have played yeah, there. Yeah, times. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I actually played there not long after because that's when I first started releasing with critical mm-hmm. and then i played a critical night yeah yeah and um yeah critical was... are smashing it at the moment like i yeah. mean they have done for you know consistently for a long time but i do feel like their output at the moment is just you know every yeah. release is just gigantic definitely no they're t- taking over yeah i mean i feel that possibly maybe my taste in drum and bass has slightly more come into line with their sort of sound you know as i get older Golly, you know, I start to, uh, you know, these uh, these hard neuro bangers, you know, they just can be uh, oh, uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit much for me. But, you know, mm. well, certainly at 10 o'clock in the morning, maybe it's uh, it's more of a breakfast sound, I think. I think that's how Kazra describes Critical. It's sort of breakfast drum and breakfast bass. Is that sound. what they say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really got that sort of cornflake vibe to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, smashed avocados on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tight the millennials. Come on. <laughs> Smashed Avo and poached eggs. We're out here. It's getting it done. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think so too. I think they've always been quite varied though, which is quite nice. Mm. It's, um, you know, represented quite a lot. But I think that's, that's the thing. I think maybe 10 years ago, you could really pigeonhole the sound of Critical. But. Mm. Now it's just all sorts, really, which I think is why it's so strong now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You can put on a whole night, and it's of just critical artists, and uh, it, it's not going to be boring, really. It's just going to be like a a nice, a nice spread, nice yeah. drum and bass spread, a nice drum and bass smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah. So, are you working on new stuff, or are you having a um, you having a sabbatical in between EPs? No, you can't stop now, can you? Really, no. it's so fast. Yeah, it's just like. My EP just came out last week, and I already feel like I need to get something else finished already, you know. So well, stuff seems to have a shelf life of about two weeks these days. So, yeah, so um, it's about time. Yeah, you need to be um, releasing an album every month, or uh, or you're finished, pal. Yeah, you're not relevant anymore. You know, forget it. Go back to last week, you yeah. oldie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot of like Monument stuff as well, which is my hip hop. Well, music-y thing. Right. My real music real. side alias project. How dare you do that? means you think the drum and bass is not real music. <laughs> you philistine, you thug, you villain. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. it's just a bit more pianos and that. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that recently, which is quite nice. Is and, that uh, just you or is that you with someone else? No, it's just me. All right. Just me. I'm yeah, Neil nice. Were there any other genres of music that you would like to tackle, particularly as another name and like a if if you could do like a secret alias, so no one would judge the new music against your drummer bass? Like, are there any genres you wanna? Oh, I'd really into? like to do an acoustic singer songwriter thing. You know, like uh, those kind of singers where you can't really tell what they're singing. Oh yeah, the nice. voice is so weird. Yeah. But then you then they talk just like in a normal voice. They're just like, oh hello, yeah, this it's my new song. It's it's 
about a girl and whatever. And they <laughs> yeah. sing and you just have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I want to do something like that. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, sort of later latter days Bob Dylan. I mean, something mm. really... <laughs> so that's like someone's just like rubbing uh, like on the wheel of a tape as it's prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things you get the seaside, you know, you flip them. Yeah. And then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, tube, the tube things <laughs> yeah hmm yeah, that, could, that could work yeah so. nice. what about you what would you go for I don't know I've always um, had a you know because if you listen to like the you know the really stupid big bashy EDM stuff like yeah. there's only about four bloody elements in it you think alright okay you just got one enormous kick drum and I don't know, some whooshes, and then one little, like, plucky thing. Like, basically, it's just like, how loud can I get each of those individual sounds? Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, can I try... I mean, it's just something that must take you about half an hour to make the song, and then about three weeks to mix it down to try and, yeah. like, make it loud some enough. sort of dark voodoo to get it all <laughs> just absolutely ridiculous. Or, there was some video of Martin Garrix doing, like, a How I Made Animals... And uh, the first thing is like, so I took this snare from the Sander Van Dorn record. And it's just like, you just summed up someone else's tune just straight up. Like, yeah, I just took his kick. That's fine. Just stuck that in there. And that's like 50% of the tune. Oh, yeah. Well, why is okay. it going to waste three weeks trying to mix it down? It's already there for him. Yeah. Damn. Chess, not checkers. Come on. This guy's living in 3018. Yeah. That's why he's the best DJ in the world. Come well, on. He's found the secret sauce. <laughs> Well, there must be some secret to it because, you know, they're all they're all on it nowadays, aren't they? That top DJs and all that. Yeah, no. Do, do you think you'll ever make it into the DJ Mag Top 100? Well, maybe under my super secret side project mm. with a loud kick and a man that says a thing before the drop. Just call do it the dance on the club, and then it does the <laughs> thing. Do the dance on the club. <laughs> no, that's that it. That's. That's the next design and bass anthem, I think, by uh, M- Merton Gorox. Yeah, you'll have to, uh, you'll have to ask him. For I, w- one I will do. I'll, sp- I'll speak to him afterwards and I'll see what see what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, those those wily kids. You know what will they do next? I think they um, they live down uh, live down on the estate on the council mm. estate. They're they're always um, when they're not you know taking the piss out of big DJs. They're, they're stealing uh, cooling pies that are cooling on windowsills that like someone's mum's just baked. They've stolen that. They're uh, doing graffiti, sniffing glue. Mm. You know, all of those sort of classic naughty boy activities. The usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what was the first stuff that got you into drum and bass then? Like, did you, were you into dubstep first or? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I think... Um... I was first in sort of trance stuff. Yeah? Like progressive Ooh. house stuff. Oh, well, progressive house in the sort of original definition of progressive house. Yeah, the sort of really nice, beautiful... Stuff that actually tran- Trancey house, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the sort of that. And then I got into that weird video gamey drum and bass because I started making music and putting it on newgrounds.com. Oh, yeah. Newgrounds.com, yeah. which is yeah. like the audio portal, which you just you just make the music for like the Flash cartoons and games and stuff like that. Yeah. So the drum and bass on there was specifically more Sonic the Hedgehog sounding mm. rather than noisier sounding, really. Mm. 
So I was super into that, and then I actually heard some real drum and bass, which is, I think it was spore and noisier back then. Those were like... Yeah, that's real drum and bass, all right. Real drum and bass, all right, that sort of stuff. Real man um, music, yeah. Real much music, and then all the lifted music stuff, when yeah. they were their, their peak, I guess, that was my, that was my jam. Yeah, those um, they sort of led the way for the drum and bass podcast as well. That lifted music podcast was yeah. uh, phenomenal. Um, I think it ended up with it just being Chris Renegade getting drunk and shouting. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fine. You know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still going? I don't. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at it for a while. I I, I guess Spore has got uh, bigger things. Yes, uh, I think so. Yeah, he's he's got electros to to make. Six years ago. Was that the, the last one was six years ago? Five, five years ago, it says now. That is, that is a tragedy. It's, that makes me sad. Yeah. Those first oh. lifted releases, I've got a few of them back here, they were just, uh, just. Pfft, I remember just sort of like, okay, I need to really readdress some things in my life when <laughs> I heard those. Mm. No, that first one and then uh, we levita- levitate, I think, and dirge and... yeah. Knock you down and whoo, mama. The ones where they all did these super collaborations, yeah. like and then the spore and it was like you and evil intent. Yeah, and apex, then, uh, yeah. apex as well. Yeah, yeah. God, they were yeah, they were they were quite something. I did I put a night on in um, in Brighton, uh, which was all of them. Uh, oh, I think it was only Gigantor from Evil Intent that was over for the tour, and it was the whole lifted lineup. And uh, it was quite, it was ridiculous. Like, it sold out before uh, the show. And a load of people turned up at the beginning and they were like, the bouncers wouldn't let people with tracksuit bottoms on. Which is great for, uh, wouldn't let them come in because drum and bass night, apparently you're not allowed to let people with tracky bottoms in. So mm. a load of people had to get taxis to the 24-hour Asda, where there was a Georgia Asda, to buy jeans <laughs> to get back in. People had come from other countries for this thing. It was the first time they'd ever been the full lineup. Yeah, yeah. And then um, afterwards, like, yeah, Chris was like, I can't believe we didn't fill the club. What was wrong with that? It's like, no, no, we filled the club. The club was, like, over capacity, but everyone was packed so tightly in front of the decks. Like, literally, it was about to reach critical mass that there was all this, like, empty space at the back because everyone would just force themselves forward into this <laughs> ridiculous sardine situation where no one could even really dance. It was just like... It was a little bit like, did you see that Penguin Dynasty uh, uh, documentary? No, the, I don't think so. New David Attenborough one about penguins. But basically, to keep warm, they all just huddle in this mass and sort of huddle yeah, around yeah. in a circle. And um, it was kind of like that, really. But with more <laughs> pengers. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe those penguins are on drugs. I'm not sure. Oh, God, yeah. Wouldn't, par- wouldn't put it past them. That sounds amazing to me, though. That sounds like some sort of historical... <clears throat> excuse me time maybe yeah. yeah 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 it was a lot of fun and um mm. i just I, he, uh <laughs> jake e1 was um he was he was very drunk by the end it was good mm. times it was yeah, some shenanigans yeah there was, shenanigans yeah and then everyone to the volks afterwards oh great days yes as always yeah <laughs> what shows have you got coming up what um what's what can people watch out for uh, i need to look at my calendar i'm really bad at posting my stuff online as well i'm just bad at social media in general but don't you know that you have to be a social media expert as well as a uh, producer now and apparently so yep. which i think is why i'm not relevant anymore <laughs> and no, you I'm need not, a it's... winning personality and yeah, you need to need be a to youtuber be rock star 24 7 yeah an entrepreneur 
And well, people have these like managers now for their well social media teams, like telling them what they should and shouldn't post nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything it, more irritating than having having that. But because uh-huh. um, they just say no, you don't post that. No, don't. Look, yeah. Why? Why do you have to use such coarse language? No, don't. <laughs> no, let's just water this down. Let's. Why are you making blowjob references in this? No, don't. Stop. Stop winding up the vegans. No, <laughs> do it. Just stop it already. Just, God. just be nice. Come on, let's go and make some. Go and make some more dubstep. No, look. look come on. <laughs> Hold on. Right. Uh, yeah. So on the fifteenth. Yeah. On Saturday, sorry, uh, I'm playing in Toulouse for the Quiet Office, which is Le Bikini. It's a big critical oh, show, which would be cool. That's such a good club. That's one of my favourite clubs. It's just a giant studio. That's like, yeah, same. It's in my top top three, I think. Yeah. It's my. It's just. It's the perfect reference, I think, for when you're playing new tunes out as well, because yeah. it's usually sounds exactly like how you've mixed it. Mm. Which is nice because usually I make new mixes, play them out, and then think I should just not do this anymore. I'm just terrible. But then you play it in a club like that where it's actually yeah. quite accurate and you can really tell what you're doing. It's a good reference. So. Yeah. What I like to do if I'm going to play something new of mine is to make sure that bef- the tune I played before, uh, I just notch some of the EQ out, just like turn the mid range right down or something, make sure it's a little bit quieter. You know, yeah. really screw over whoever tunes, whoever's tune that was, <laughs> and then blast mine in a couple of dB louder. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, gone. Really making up mix. for my lack of talent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've all done it. We've all done it. Yeah, we've all been there. It's funny how everyone feels the same. It's the, the worst <laughs> is when you're actually making like if you're doing a mix like in Ableton or something like to, like to put up on, online or whatever, and then like you put your tune next to mm. like actually really have it in there next to other people you know, like, oh, forget it then i just won't bother it's yeah fine, yeah <laughs> and then by the end of the mix the gain is just sort of slowly creeping up so it's just going <laughs> more and more it's like, <laughs> like, oh. yeah that's the vibe mm-hmm. oh, dear. right listen yeah. mate i'm gonna let you get on it's maybe you can go you can go back to bed if you want I might do. That's fine you know that's the life that, that's the life you've chosen as a producer you can just go to bed in the middle of the day well, yeah, like this would have just been uh, an odd dream that I had. Yeah. When I when I got back to bed. Lobsters. But no. Yeah. It's been a it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Thank me you too. For me on. Yeah, of course. Uh, next time you're in London, come in and we'll we'll have some drinks and do a um do a live podcast. That'd be fun. Do a real real face with mouth words and st- and such. Yes. Yeah. Real talk. I'll I'll try and do one of those sort of gotcha interviews where I sort of try and force you to take like really controversial political opinions and stuff, and then really harass you for it. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, that's great. I don't think so that are- goes on enough in drama. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Stick to Twitter beef, I think. Oh god. I I I I would say since blocking the timeline on Twitter and on Facebook, my anxiety levels have just dropped by about 50%. What's this? What? Yeah, you can just you can just you can get a Chrome plugin that will block your the news feed for Facebook and for Twitter, so you just don't oh. see any of it. Oh, I need that. Yeah, chestnut checkers. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, if there's anything I've taken from this, it yeah. is this life plugin. hack. Yeah, it's yeah. extension. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hope people listening in the chat as well can, uh, you know, can really take that on board. Yeah. Right. Look, dude. Thank you for coming on. I will speak to you soon. 
keep Thank rolling you. out the shoe throwers. You're doing a fine job. I think I speak Thank for you. everyone listening. Well done. Uh, Good Thank boy. You. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, Goodbye good. with you, and bye thank bye. you again. It's bye. been lovely. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Mr. Emperor there, what a fine, upstanding member of the drum and bass community. Uh, a good lobster, uh, a man of meaning. Uh, so here is Legion off the Box Cut Repeat. Oh, fine bloody shoot throw if ever I heard one. Let's sort this camera out. What's going on here? It's a bit better, isn't it? If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel and you're listening, please do. This show is live at 10am every morning. You can listen to my old shows with guests like The Panacea, Thrasher, Counter-Strike, Inside Info, Posse, and all other good boys and good girls. Just got an email from Paul Inside Info of a new tune of his that is out on Friday. Play that in a bit. I haven't heard it. But I trust him, you know? I trust him not to send me any guff. So, yeah, we'll roll that in a minute. This is Legion by Emperor of his new box cutter EP, but I'm sure you already know that. Remember, you can get these shows as a podcast. Just search Coffee and Memes in your podcast app of choice.
Well, we got 15 minutes of the show left, so let's see what uh, ridiculous news stories have uh, been plaguing the internet. Oh, what have we got? Lab Bible, don't fail me now. None stole 500 grand from Catholic school to go gambling in Vegas. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. Uh, two nuns have admitted to stealing half a million dollars from a Catholic school to go gambling in Vegas. Uh, wow, they are they're out of control. The uh, St. James Catholic School in Torrance, California, announced last week that nuns, Sister Margaret and Sister Lana, were involved in the personal use of a substantial amount of school funds. <laughs> they're just your cheeky renegade nuns. Uh, Krupa and Chang... Uh, Margaret and Lana were former employees of the school Uh, Margaret the principal who had worked at the school for 28 years and uh, Lana a teacher Uh, authorities have been tipped off about the sisters alleged thieving after the church performed a routine audit ahead of her retirement oh dear They've both reportedly been telling parents the school was operating on a shoestring budget, but an attorney for the school claimed that instead the nuns had blown some of the money while they were living it up in Vegas on gambling trips. Smoke weed every day. Uh, we, we, do now, uh, we do know that they had a pattern of going on trips. We do know they had a pattern of going to casinos, and the reality is they used the account as their personal account. I wonder if they won or if they were just on a mad losing streak and trying to win it all back. Um, uh, Krupa retired in June after 28 years as principal. Um, the Monsignia, Michael Myers, not that one, said she had... What's a, Monsi- what's a Monsignor? Monsi- Monsieur. Oh, the Monsieur. <laughs> the Monsieur Michael Myers, not that one, uh, said she had grown very nervous and anxious about the audit <laughs> and had asked the staff to alter some of the records. The audit raised several red flags and of checks being cashed into different accounts, according to the Director of Media Relations. Uh, Anyway, they're they're wild. They're out of control. They need stopping. Uh, No charges will be filed. Wow. They got away with it. Good for them. I mean, I guess God forgives, doesn't it? Uh, It, he, she. Oh, God, sorry. God is non-gender specific, according to the Archbishop of Canterbury. Uh, God forgives, doesn't they? Um, I, I wish them the best I want to go partying I want to go to Vegas with these gals I think they're alright they look like a lot of fun um, they look hilarious I mean they look like you're a sort of archetypal old nuns really God bless them um, and I'm sure God will I, I feel like when they get up to when they die and they get up to heaven St Peter's going to be there at the, at the pearly gates dishing out holy pingers to people as they come in it's going to be like, oh, you too. You are silly, aren't you? you should be gambling away all the church money, going to Vegas and getting out of your minds on, you know, bloody the karate powder and whoring, going and getting Vegas whores. You wild nuns. You crazy wild nuns. But you can't, like, I don't know, you can't be angry at a nun for long, can you? You know, when they're, when they're out being, you know, doing wild stuff in Vegas or partying. Partying nuns, that's what stuff's all about, isn't it? Bless them. God bless them. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Mum cancels baby shower after people mock unborn son's name. All right, buckle up for this one. A mum-to-be cancelled her baby shower because her fake-ass family uh, had been taking the piss out of the name she'd chosen for her unborn child. However, not only did she scrap the shindig, but she also went in hard on the haters. Uh, like super hard. It's appalling. Uh, also lashing out at people with boring names. 
Um, a screenshot of the unnamed woman's online rant was published on Reddit on Saturday, where thousands of people have joined the debate. Um, addressing her post to members of the Squire Sebastian Senator baby shower. That's right. She, the unborn child is called Squire Sebastian Senator. And that is just the first name. That's not his full name. That is just his first name. It's a triple-barreled first name. People out here giving kids triple-barreled first names. Just It's 2018. This shit is real. This is, this is a thing. This is happening. Uh, addressing her post to members of the Squire Sebastian Senator baby shower, the woman wrote, It brings me pain. Howie, it brings me pain to have to tell you this late, but I'm cancelling the event. I will text you soon if you're invited to, uh, to my smaller, more inclusive party. At least there will be no one there to judge me. Why? Why am I doing this? Because all of y'all been talking shit about me unborn baby. Talking shit on me unborn child. How can you judge an unborn child? Now, what's wrong with your leg? How are you? To this, frankly, my family and friends are treating me like total shit and that. Like absolute shit. <laughs> They've spread rumours and lies about my child. No, I'm not crazy. I'm not mentally unstable and that. I'm not drunk or something. I'm just going to name in my child. His name's Squire Sebastian Senator and that. Like, and that's that. Like, you can't even force me to change it and that. It's a name that God wanted us to give him and that. Like, no, it's not his full name. It's just his first name and that. And that's how it's going to be. That's how I fucking roll and that. Like, and, you know, no, I will not be allowed to have a nickname and that. You have to call him by his first full fucking name and that. I know it's triple powered and that, how are you? Uh, I never knew my family could be so judgmental. We come from a long-lasting family of both squires and senators. If you look back in our family tree, uh, the survival of the clan um, uh, is literally rooted in squiredom. Uh, we're all related to senators, too. The name conveys power, it conveys wealth, it conveys success. Uh, then there's just a load of HTML code uh, that Lab Bible have just stuck in, I guess for a bit of fun. Um... Uh, and then, because going in on the family clearly wasn't enough, the woman decided to slam several other boring names. <laughs> uh, probably, uh, in turn, pissing off quite a large chunk of the population as well. She continued, The baby's name will be a revolution in that lake. Uh, it will push people to question everything. <laughs> no, push people to question your sanity, love. Um, why name your baby something boring and overdone, like Joshua Bryan, Sam, Nick, Mark, Bellarab, Marina or something? Why can't you just name something special in that lake? Squire Sebastian Senator will be powerful. He'll live a powerful, wholesome life. Uh, fuck you all, fake-ass family. Well, you won't get to be part of my baby's life. And it's because you are judging him. Um, they're not really judging the baby, are they? They're judging your choice of name. That baby has to grow up with that name. Like, you know, like I say, take it from someone who's grown up with the name Willy Wankin. Like, a, a, a bad name can... Uh, look... If I had a normal name, maybe I'd be Martin Garrix right now. Maybe I'd be the best DJ in the world. Like, yeah, I am saying it's my parents' fault that I've not done better. I'm just putting it out there, mum and dad. <laughs> um, naturally, the Reddit community wasn't going to let this go without a debate. One person commented, no one's talking shit about your unborn baby. They're talking shit about your poor naming choices. Here, here, here. Lobsters. Uh, another person added, I'll say the same thing. I'd tell any friend who gets pregnant before you settle on a name. Imagine growing up with it yourself. Uh, she responded, uh, fuck you all. I hate you. Uh, I hope you all die. Something along those lines anyway. Hey, look, let's play this um, new inside info bit then. I'm, I'm excited. I'm keen. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's, um, it's called Lost It. It's out on Friday on Paul's label. And uh, I'm keen. Don't let me down, mate. 
imagine if it was just this for like six minutes. We're like, I don't know, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come in soon.
some definite modular going on in that. That is a lovely bit of gear. That's Lost It by Inside Info. It's out on Friday. And that's a world exclusive on Coffee and Memes. I can't confirm that. That could be fake news. World exclusive. Memes. Inside Info. Lost it. Yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen on that. Yeah, I'm sold on it. Fine, I'll I'll have uh, what is it? Four for a quid. Yeah, I'll have it. Done. Do it. Done. Fine. Um, okay, I'll leave you with this. Breatharian, buckle up. Uh, says he survives on air, sunlight, and the occasional mint. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. Uh, a breatharian pizza delivery man. All right, the plot thickens. Uh, claims that he gets all the nutrients he needs from air and can survive on just 100 calories a week. Kai Ho, 28, uh, says he has never felt hunger and food has never appealed to him. Uh, Kai um, is a liar. I put Kai into the same category as uh, that matey, well, all the time travellers off that Apex TV YouTube channel. They're all li- they're just they're all liars. It's, it's, they're, they're lying. They're lying. Um, he claims his commitment to breatharianism is a Hindu form of meditation. Over the past four years, it's enabled him to give up food for three months at a time, only eating mints to stop the bitter taste in his mouth. I mean, you can go for a decent amount of time uh, on just water, but he's only he, well. He says he's. I mean, if he was really, really fat, like really, fat, they did do a trial of a very, like, ridiculously obese person. I think they were, like, in the sort of 350 pounds plus range and in a hospital under medical supervision. Add him in there and all he had was water and vitamin pills, vitamin supplements. He had no food uh, for a year and lost some, you know, staggering amount of weight. Um, But it's no, you know... (laughs) You can't do it on just a mint. It's, he's lying. This is an outrage. It's appalling. Uh, the delivery man who weighs a healthy 13 stones says he's never been happier or healthier. Uh, I've never really felt hunger and never took much intro, interest in food as a child. My mum uh, was always worried about me and still is. Yeah, bet. Um, you, you need professional help. <laughs> she often cooks for me and I have to tell her not to bother us. I won't touch it. Uh, I could never really embrace the state of consciousness that I was after until about four years ago when it became more serious. Uh, Before that, I was maybe eating every three to four days. But now I can go months without food or water. Okay. All right. (sighs) Months without water, yeah? Good luck. Prove it. Yeah, prove it. Come on, do do it under medical supervision. Prove how long you can go without water, buddy. Hey, your breath, breath area, my foot. Um, before I was, yeah, I, uh, I, would, I would have a mint. Uh, I would only have a mint to take away the bitter taste in my mouth. Uh, it's an amazing feeling. I'm fully conscious of my mind, and I've never felt so great. I'm fully aware of my surroundings. People think I'm crazy, but incredible at the same time. People think you're a liar, mate, I think is, is what's going on here. Um, and they're just humouring you because they think you're like some sort of ticking time bomb that's going to explode if uh, you know if you get riled. 
Kai from Birkenhead, Liverpool, claims he gathers his nutrients from the sunlight around him. Oh, he's a plant, is he? Photosynthesis, that's how you get your nutrition, is it? And that he can take in moisture, the moisture he needs from the air. Um, a breatharianism is a belief that it is possible for a person to live without consuming food or water. Uh, he's a danger. He's a menace. Don't leave your children alone with him. Uh, Kai says he only eats small amounts of food. Okay, so you do eat small amounts of food, yeah? Um, and a little water. Oh, okay, so you, you, I think a little bit more pressing. You're like, all right, yeah, I eat one meal a day. But yeah, I had snack, obviously, in between meals. Yeah, sure, but, you know, I, I don't eat any food apart from the food that I eat, you know, and I drink no water at all apart from, you know, the three or four glasses of water that I have every day. Uh, he says that he only eats small amounts of food and a little water while mainly surviving on mints or chewing gum for a fresh taste. I reckon he's basically, this is some sort of elaborate ruse after he's been caught eating the pizzas that he's delivering. They're like, hey, listen, Kai, um, three people have rung up to complain now that there have been slices missing from their pizza. Um, you can't do that. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't eat them. I, I didn't. I don't. I... Uh, uh, well, you were the only person who who had them, so it must have been you. No, I didn't eat them. I don't eat. I don't eat anything. I I I don't eat. You you don't eat. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, I'm a breatharian. Uh, we don't eat anything. And um, don't don't have a go at me, or you're racist against breatharians. Um, w w w you're gonna need to come to a disciplinary. No no don't. You, you, I don't eat. I've never eaten. I've never eaten in my life. Uh, <laughs> made me feel very aware of my surroundings, and so awake I often struggle to sleep. I, I suffer from pain with a liver problem, and that's gone away thanks to meditation and fasting. Well, fasting can be good for all manner of things, but I just don't believe you can go for three months without water. That's just a lie, isn't it? Uh, I now know how to heal the human body internally, and naturally from many major diseases. Well, are you going to share that information with the world? Yeah, while, you know, kitties are dying in hospitals? You twat. Uh, Kai says uh, if he was to meet the love of his life, um, he would at least give a romantic meal a try. <sighs> yeah, he says, it's a miracle that you can live this way, but I'm living proof. <clears throat> uh, his Fool's Rush uh, by Trey to play us out. <laughs> I put people like him in the same category as like psychics and and stuff. Like, he'll be he'll be selling something. He'll be selling a book.
It's an absolute monster of a tune. Damn. I've been sleeping on that. I've had it in the playlist for a while, but like, whoo, mama. Try, you bad motherfucker. I uh, would struggle to imagine that something's going to usurp that for Shoe Thrower of the Week. Christ, that's Fool's Rush uh, by Trey. Uh, it's on Viper. Fucking Nora. Fuck my old boots. Jesus. Um, right, this leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. It's a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting Coffee Memes and Threshold.fm as a whole on Patreon. And they get shouted out every show as such. It's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, CR and R, Michael Kazitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Con Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Can, Stephen Harris, Matthew Boulard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Band Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Ansub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, and John Finnison. Thank you kindly for your support. You are wonderful humans. Everyone who listens to this show is a wonderful human. They're a wonderful lobster. They're all bad motherfuckers. Hey, look, we got we still got about about half of these are gone. Uh, these are beautiful. I'd rather be double dropping the nine mugs uh, with the threshold.fm church of the shoe thrower on the other side. They're a tenner, and you can get them at. Uh, threshold.fm slash store. There is a link in the YouTube video or just go to the website. You'll find it. And um, yeah, about 25 of those are left. So get in quick. Uh, they'll probably be gone by the end of the week, end of the weekend, something like that. Uh, and there's only there's only 50 of them. Uh, so yeah, look, 
Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Uh, Ranking Radio should be tonight. It was supposed to be last night, but uh, Jim is too big, too strong, too cruel, too powerful. So we had to move it to tonight. 7.30, be on Threshold.fm and on the Ranking Radio Facebook page. Then tomorrow, I'll be back at 10am, of course. There'll be Rankings Records in the afternoon. And Friday, show as normal, as far as I know. Sure, sure, fine, sure. No deal, Brexit. Second referendum. WTA rules. Who fucking knows? Anyway, I love you all. You have fun. I'll see you later. Goodbye.